Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aptcast, where iron sharpens iron and we poke each other with the pointy ends. I'm your host, <laughs> Wes, joined as always. With Alex, how's it going, buddy? Hey, fam. What's up, happy people? And yes, for another week, I welcome the sad people too, because Casey is <laughs> not with us. I still have yet to figure out why I talk about pointing with poke, uh, poking with pointy ends, and you go pew pew pew. Like there's no sharp lasers, man. What are you doing? It, it, it's my version of ting ting ting. It's it's easier uh, to say pew 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 than ting ting ting, because I'm yeah. pointing your armor with the pointy end of my sword, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, I need uh, to what? come up with a sound effect to enter into the chat. Ting ting ting. You just push the button. Ting 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 just doesn't sound right. <laughs> that might get us canceled. <laughs> oh my. Okay, so yeah, thanks for joining the Appcast. Uh, sorry for the shenanigans. Not really, because that's what we do. Um, uh, you can catch us on all the podcast catchers: Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, uh, everything. We're everywhere. Uh, we're on YouTube now, so if you're watching there. Say, whoa, hey, whoa, drop whoa. a little subscribe. We're not omnipresent. We are not? We are but, not everywhere. No, we're, we're, we're right where they are. Okay. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're where you are. Yeah. You're, you're where I am, I'm where you are, and we are where you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, hit a like and subscribe on that. Comment, you know, tell us how we're doing. Well, what you think of the videos. Um, what else? We're on the social media, right? We're on Facebook, uh, Gab. So... Uh, Head there, like us, follow us, all that good stuff. Uh, send us messages. We love the feedback. Send us topic ideas if there's something you want us to discuss. And uh, we're on Patreon, so if you want to like what you hear and want to partner with us, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you uh, and uh, love for you to partner with us. Uh, I hate asking for money, though, so I'm not going to do that anymore. No, well, not today. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're going to do what good Patreon people do. We're going to start posting additional content, the outtakes, the silliness. Well, as if every moment of our podcast isn't silliness in and of itself. The, the real <laughs> silliness in the in the member section of that eventually. Yeah. So so far, all the outtakes have made it into the final cut. So yeah, at some point. <laughs> oh, good. So this week, um, more folks are getting canceled, right? What Dr. Seuss is now in the news. Uh, He's gone. Oh my word! Let me pull up the six. Uh, the six books that got canceled. You know, a buddy of mine on Facebook had a good point. You might want to go and buy those while you still can because they could be worth a lot of money in a few years. Uh, the six Dr. Sook's books. Dr. Sook's. The six Dr. Seuss books. Say that five times fast. I couldn't <laughs> even say it once. Yeah. Uh, the titles that were canceled. Mm -hmm. And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. Yep. <laughs> if I ran the zoo. That's a good one. Not my circus. Not my monkeys. Uh, that's right. That's not one of the titles. That's just my <laughs> interpretation. <laughs> Sounds Mr. like a Dr. Seuss title. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, McElegant's Pool. On Beyond Zebra. On Beyond Zebra. That's a good one. Scrambled Eggs. Super. And yes, it is super. It's not supper. I had to read that twice before I said it. The Cat's Quizzer. I don't even remember what these six books are about, but apparently they have racist undertones and were canceled. Hashtag cancel culture. Oh, and get this. 
Uh, I just happened to see a Snopes article today talking about some Dr. Seuss book that was canceled or wasn't canceled and that the fake news conspiracy theory around it was false. And it was just a complete red herring from the fact that, hey, six Dr. Seuss books actually were canceled because of supposed racist undertones that don't really exist. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I just love Snopes. Their, their entire um, <laughs> mantra is distract, distract, distract. See, if you take an objectifiable fact claim and pair it with a subjective feeling or opinion – then you can fact check the opinion and go, well, they really believe that. So mostly true. Yeah. Mostly false. Or, or mixture. This over here. Or yeah. mostly false. Yeah. So it's just fun seeing that uh, Dr. Seuss books are inappropriate content now. But the song of the year for 2020 was uh, WAP. And I'm not going to say what nope. that stands for. Nope. Yep. Uh, and and since we're on the topic of cancel culture, and, and by the way, I've read three of those books. I don't remember them too much, but I don't remember any racism either. There's more racism in the Sneetches, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> Mr. Potato Head was saved from cancellation. How about that? Yeah, it was interesting. Isn't that Hasbro? I think so, yeah. I forget I forget which brand toy brand goes with which toy these days. They've changed hands so many times and bought each other out. Yeah, I saw that too. I saw a, a Facebook post that... Uh, they had, in fact, decided not to uh, sterilize Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. Can you imagine watching Toy Story on Disney Plus and before it, the little warning that this contains outdated stereotypes that were wrong then <laughs> and are wrong now? <laughs> A little black bar come down every time there's uh, Mr. Potato Head on the screen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Disney Toy Story. Oh, yeah, they'd so do that. I mean, they I'm did sorry, it with not, a bunch of their Disney. older stuff. That's the, oh gosh, what's the animation platform that Pixar? Disney's majority owned? Yeah, Pixar. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I think that was Pixar's first movie, actually. Yes, I believe you are correct. They had like a dozen movies planned over 15 years before they brought out their first one. It's really cool yeah. seeing some of that history. Yeah, it's re really cool. Uh, side note, the uh, Pixar theory is one of the greatest fan theories, if not the greatest fan theory ever created in the history of ever. Are you familiar with that? No, which one? <laughs> uh, it, the idea that all the Pixar movies are in the same shared universe. Oh, dude, we were watching um, Mulan, the old cartoon Mulan. Yeah. The other day. An actual Disney And movie. there was a reference to another movie in there. And then the next night... We were watching, was it the second? It wasn't the first one. It must have been the second one. Uh, the second Frozen movie. And Baymax was one of their Frozen oh, yeah. characters they were playing with as little kids. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yeah, Baymax goes, um, was it, um, what's the one with the redhead that shoots the bow and arrow? Uh, Mary, uh, uh, Brave. Brave. Brave, yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, witch's house has a little uh, carving. It looks like celery yes. from Monsters, Inc. Uh -huh. Th those uh -huh. kinds of things. Like, whoever came up with that and all the different uh, things. So, you know, we, we can make fun of uh, the, the children's companies all day long. But let's end on a high note and go, good on Pixar, whether that was intentional or not. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, bravo. 
I wonder if there's any references in the original Toy Story. The first one. I and mean, they had uh, like a 15-year plan, so surely they did. I think there are. Like the, the pizza delivery truck. Uh, well, the the first uh, entry was Toy Story, but the, the pizza delivery company is in a bunch of different Pixar properties. Yeah. Not just the Toy Story ones. You, you see it and others. I, I don't know. It's... It's fun. I'm, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole now before we uh, call it a night. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what we're here to discuss. We're here to talk cancel culture. And of all the folks to get canceled, boy, it's uh, Chris's brother, the CNN anchor. <laughs> uh, apparently now covering his brother is considered a conflict of interest. Who knew? Now? Now it is? I mean, it's yeah. always been, but now, it, you know. Yeah, uh, it's finally breaking out the giant Q-tip, making fun of his brother and talking about... Who's the favorite uh, of mom uh, when, you know, senior citizens were dying by the tens of thousands. But, hey, what are you going to do? And and what kills me is they're still not talking about that. Right. They are. Oh, they can't. Tiptoeing around. Yeah, because he was the poster child for how to do it right for Emmy winning governor for uh, displaying leadership on TV. Yeah. In irony, he his state was always worst uh, until California. I think California surpassed them at one point for deaths. But I saw just last week where because of the 15, 20, however many tens of thousands of deaths they had in nursing homes in New York, uh, they were still overall number one. But at some point, I think uh, California, the Bay Area specifically, surpassed them for a while. Obviously not in total death count because that other report was just this last week. Yeah, yeah I remember, so. Oh, I was going to say, I remember last year I, I was looking at the, the data and the CDC split New York City from the rest of the state. And it was California, New York State, and then New York City, like in the top four or five constantly. So even without New York City, the state of New York was just a dumpster fire of COVID uh, response the whole way, even if you take that population density out of it. Yeah. It was insane. Isn't it wild that Governor DeSantis in Florida was just bashed for his lax response? Mm -hmm. And they, they have similar demographics to New York. They have just a little more population than New York. And yet they haven't had the, the older population. And yet they haven't had the level of COVID, uh, either infections or deaths that New York has had. They had, they are among the lower half. Yep. So it's funny that he's been bashed for his response while Como was honored and praised for his response. And yet the, the, the justification for each was flip flopped from what reality should have been. Yeah. Oh, I, look. Who was it? Politico slate salon. What, one of those, uh, lefty, uh, online, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Politico is about as non-political as it gets, according to all those polls about. Bro, it's in the name, <laughs> politic. <laughs> They're uh, about as non-partisan as it gets, man. Haven't you yeah. seen those graphs? Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> I have no idea what I was saying now. Politico. Uh, no, they uh, wrote something uh, comparing the results of. Um, Florida and California and talked about how similar they were 
And it was so crazy to think that California, whose population is, is much larger than, than Florida, uh, but whose median age is among the lowest in the country, if not the lowest. And the death rate per 100,000, whatever metric they're using, was almost identical to Florida's, who's one of the oldest states, <laughs> median age in the country. And this virus is killing older people more than any other single demographic, uh, with the oh, exception yeah. of, of people with, what, three or three or more comorbidities. Three or more comorbidities. And or so who were dying DeSantis. anyway and just happened to get the virus. Yeah, uh, got the virus and then died in a car wreck. Um, <laughs> th- those kinds. But you have DeSantis, uh, looking at the numbers... You would think DeSantis and Newsom, um, based on uh, their response, Florida not having hardly any lockdown for the majority of the time, California having the, the some of the strictest uh, lockdown policies in the country, and the results are almost identical. Mm-hmm. You go, wait a minute. Well, okay, the, the lockdowns aren't really working. Um, you know, the additional um, policies and procedures that they're putting into place – that's not helping any. And then if you just look at the age thing, you, you would think Florida would be much higher on that list, but nope. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And That's how crazy. about our boy Newsom? Uh, the people of California finally got enough signatures to do a recall. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Canceling he actually state. had the audacity to claim it was a coup. So the legal... N- approved way to get rid of a governor that does not represent the will of the people is a coup because it's not his chosen policy. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh yeah. This, it, and let's not just put it on the Democrats. Let's be honest. Um, the, the mainstream political parties, Republicans and Democrats, they love democracy until the other guy wins. Am I right? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> oh Yeah. Oh, um, trivia, though, uh, on that, you, the last time California had uh, a recall and elected a new governor, you know who got elected? Tell me it wasn't Arnold. It was. That's Is that how Arnold got able to win. elected? Oh, yeah. my God, that's hilarious. Because I, I think their um, procedure is uh, not with a runoff down to the last two. It's just out of everybody, who gets whoever gets the most finishes the term. Huh. Intriguing. Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting saga to watch. I so obviously got, don't care enough about California's political system to have researched that for this. I, I didn't either. I just, just known it. <laughs> it's a fun little tidbit. Yeah, that's so, cool. I wonder uh, which Hollywood uh, persona is going to get it this time. There's probably going to be dozens of people on the ballot. That's going to be hilarious. Oh, what's what's the What's the really conservative dude who likes to blast people on Twitter? Woods, uh, Wood, James Woods, James. Yeah, yes, James yeah. Woods. Does he live in uh, California? I hope so. Golly, that would be hilarious. Where does he live? Mass? No. <laughs> Utah? No, he's born in Utah. Went to uh, oh, he went to MIT. Wow. Yeah. Is in the U.S. Army as an intelligence officer? What? Yeah. He's Tons not a dumb in- guy. Right? I mean, duh. <laughs> <laughs> but. That said, 
if, if, if he lives in California, I think that might be a black mark against yeah, his intelligence. Definitely a black mark. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever he lives, who knows? That'll be that. That'll be interesting to watch. So you you got uh, both coasts, two, two of the most recognizable Democrat governors, uh, one being overturned by the people, the other by public opinion. Yeah. And, uh, so and and back to Cuomo, he can't even, uh, you know, claim, you know, due process, right? Because because Kavanaugh. Oh, was, hey, trust women. Trust all women. Well, yeah, you got to believe them all. Believe that's all the rules. Well, and, we don't even have to believe them. There's apparently enough photographic evidence to convict him in the court of public opinion. Uh, the day after the second woman, no, not even the day after, the, the day the second woman an- announced her story, uh, a woman named Ann Ruck, uh, I guess yeah. it's Ruck, R-U-C-H, uh, that he had flirted with her at a wedding, uh, put his hand on her lower back, uh, and pulled her close to him. Was that uh, the one where the picture is? Yes. Yes. Where he's oh holding her face like he's about to eat her head. Uh, wow. That one was interesting. Uh, and that's apparently as he's asking her if he can kiss her. <laughs> yeah. Where he's holding her head. I mean, like fingers curled around the back of her neck. No pressure. Yeah. It, it almost looks like a doctor uh, looking at something wrong with her forehead or with her face or with her eyes. Like it's that intimately touching her is weird. Yeah. And that picture is the one who, uh, that had some kind of weird lighting, uh, thing where his skin looked all red. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wedding. So it's probably, I'm I'm not saying it. I'm just saying, you're not saying it. You're just saying, (laughs) yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he's the devil in the flesh, but (laughs) that wasn't a tan. Yeah. Who knows? It's pretty freaky. But, well, you know, can we just talk about the double standard? And we talk about this often. And the right is just, like we talked about last week, the right is just yep. as guilty about it. But it, when it comes to this whole believe all women and Me Too movement, when, when a Democrat gets exposed, they soft step that attitude or mm-hmm. backpedal on it so ridiculously, it, it really makes me want to jump through whatever medium I'm dealing with, listening to or watching them, and just slap somebody in the face. Uh, Joy Behar on The View the other day, uh, Megan McCain laid into the whole situation right after Joy Behar did a whataboutism and was like, the if they're going to investigate him, they better investigate Kavanaugh and Trump. And I'm like, oh my gosh! Like he, she had the audacity. Still on to, this? Yeah, she had the audacity to defend him with the. She didn't say it, but the suggestion was, well, if they're going to defend, going to um, investigate him. They better go back and do a real investigation on Kavanaugh instead of this two or three day uh, it, it, quick interviews and dismissing it and just ignoring Trump. Yeah, I'm pretty we, sure there was a two week investigation pr- uh, <laughs> that delayed his confirmation vote. Yeah, and now, granted, two weeks. Not only that, they had done months of research beforehand. Yeah. So 
I would imagine if there was validity to it, they would have uncovered something before this dude she brought his appeared. college diary to his hearings too. Right. That yeah. was oh, wow. Diary was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so uh, and, and she's not alone. Like the people yeah. who do talk about it talk for a few seconds about it and then push it off. When when the first woman came out and talked about how inappropriate he had been and how the sexual uh, advances were so commonplace it was expected in his regime, th- this was at the same time that the left was trying to cancel Ted Cruz for going to Mexico with his family. And the, the media were covering Ted Cruz wall-to-wall and oh yeah. If they covered Como, the accusations against Como, whether it was uh, the nursing home scandal or the sexual uh, allegations, mm-hmm. it was like ten seconds, thirty seconds, a minute and a half versus half an hour wall to wall coverage of Cruz. So what you call selection bias? Oh man, I mean, you you, you would have the kind of independent media uh, unbiased claims that you feel you should be given, right? Instead of being called fake news and scam and partisan, if you would just cover the stuff, you don't even have to give your opinion. I don't want your opinion. Just cover it. Give it the kind of coverage with both parties that you give the other side Give them even coverage. Talk about it. If you want to defend him, defend him. But give it the same kind of coverage. Give it the same quality quality and quantity of facts. Even if you want to defend the guy. Even if you think he's innocent. Mm-hmm. Don't just skim over it or put it in a ticker where somebody has to be watching the TV and reading the ticker to even find out about the news. Yeah. It, it, oh, man. Mm-mm. Well, and I think the, or not the rather, but one aspect of this concept of believe all women, um, while I understand to a degree the impulse behind it, right? You, you want to, when somebody speaks out about this, your default as an individual needs to be believe them. Right. You, you don't want the, the, the first impulse of somebody listening to an assault survivor recount their story to be cynicism or doubt. You want them well, to be able to talk. And I, and I get that. The problem with that is if your default is as a society, as a judicial system, we need to believe all women. As in the accusation itself is sufficient for conviction. Yeah, that's that, where that's, you, you put yourself that's in That's my corner. problem with believe all women, right? Trust yeah. but verify. If, if we want to default to not disbelieving them, that's mm-hmm. a good policy to have, right? But if we're going to trust, all, trust or believe all women, there, and there, there's a red herring argument that's very common when these conversations come up that – False accusations are very rare. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't care if it's one in a thousand or one in ten thousand. 
if if one in ten thousand accused people has their life ruined because we believe all women, that is one falsely accused and life ruined individual who will never get their credibility back. Yeah, I, I say take it with a grain of salt. Let it play out in court. Don't get emotional one way or the other for or against it. When Kavanaugh was first accused, I immediately thought, oh, well, this is convenient. Another uh, another Republican getting accused of sexual assault. Who could have called that? But yeah. I didn't go on social media accusing her of lying until there was very thorough evidence that her story just didn't hold up. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care how reasonable she seemed, how genuinely emotional she was over the scenario. There, there was no consistency. Her story changed half a dozen times. Uh, the, the evidence wasn't there. Nobody would mm-hmm. confirm her case. So when all of that adds up, I start to say, hey, this doesn't sound like it's valid. Kind of like uh, when, oh man, um, was it Colonel West who was accused of it? Yeah, uh, Cornell West. Uh, Clarence Thomas was. Clarence Thomas was accused of it. Man, uh, hmm. it, it's it's really convenient how when one political party gets accused, it's oh yeah, he's guilty. We have to hold him accountable. Before the first shred of evidence is ever presented, and then the other party gets accused of it, and if you hear about it, everybody's soft-stepping it or walking back the attitude of believe all women. Believe all women, hashtag asterisks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, whether, he, whether he's guilty or not is one issue and based on the apology he gave this week he just about admitted that the stories were all valid uh he oh man he actually came out and said uh i didn't mean to be inappropriate i didn't realize my behavior was viewed as anything other than joking with co-workers and employees i was like wow dude that, that a way to soft admit what you're being accused of yep Pr- pretty uh, much man. it's like the non-apology apology yeah but right. I, I just meant it as a joke if somebody else was offended I, i'm sorry you took it that way yeah I, that's Oops. basically what that comes across as yeah and you know if and, and again this is a, a general problem of confusing the individual response with shall we say the systemic response yeah right if if any of these three ladies had come to an individual privately um if christine blessy ford had come to somebody privately and said that this happened to me like that individual's default response uh would rightly be i believe you tell me more right, right? but the judge and the judicial system doesn't have the same purpose, doesn't have the same intention. And to um, anyone like Miss um, Ford or Dr. Ford, I don't, I don't remember if she was or not. Yeah, doctor. Uh, yeah. Um, for, for somebody to have 
uh, an experience like that recounted, I, I wouldn't even say she's lying. Um, if, if something like that happened, you know, we can have empathy as individuals for a hurting individual. And yet at the same time, recognize that with all the information that's available, this guy probably isn't the one who inflicted that pain. So yeah. as real as that pain is, uh, for, for any survivor, for, for whether it's sexual assault, whether it's, uh, just physical abuse, whatever the case is, the issue of dealing with the pain and how we approach the victim on an individual basis is different or should be considered in a different sphere than uh, addressing an individual with uh, individual responsibility for that act or for those acts. And, and that's, that's a problem that we, we see across the board. That, that's, that's, it's not just a problem when it's believe all women. That's a problem anytime you turn on the news and see white cop, uh, black male victim. Right, you got the George Floyd, Derek Chauvin uh, case going on right now in Minnesota, and a lot of people have already made up their minds, not by any facts uh, that have been released. Number one, we're probably getting limited or skewed information on that, but two, ma making their minds up based on skin color, right? And, and that's just as wrong as basing your uh, belief on. The, the gender of the person or sex or you know whatever terminology you want to use, there has to be a way to reconcile the the accuracy of the charge before there's a punishment administered. Yeah. And the, the left has forfeited that, right? That they, they don't have a standard if your standard is the accusation is sufficient evidence. Yeah. Cancel him. Yeah, whether it's cancel him, whether he needs to resign, you know, whatever the case may be. Or it's but, the impossible standard of cancelization due to something you said, you know, whether the context it's presented in is 100% accurate or it's completely out of context. If you said something the left currently doesn't l agree with or even a section of the politically active left, you get canceled. I saw uh, where some student had been... Uh, either rejected or their scholarship canceled or their acceptance to their dream college mm -hmm. uh, revoked because of something either explicitly racist or racial uh, racially suggestive they had said mm -hmm. uh, and had, had been recorded and yeah one of the classmates yeah one of the high school classmates sent it to the college I yep. mean come on well let he who is without sin throw the first stone. I, I, give there me is a that break. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know this favoritism um, can go one way, but not the other. Yeah. Right. Um, if and I mean it's it's not just a recent thing. Um, it's not just a, a Democrat thing. It's because it's not just a theological thing. We we've seen it cross bounds. But this idea of affirmative action, going back to what the, the 60s and the, the great society, um, you know, for, for, for all the benefits that it had, it is at root a system that's predicated on, on skin color, mm -hmm. right? You, you have opportunities that somebody else doesn't. The difference is your skin color. Whatever you believe about that, that's the reality. 
right? And when you when you come into um, a situation and you're administering what you present to be justice on the base of these immutable characteristics, whether it's gender, whether it's uh, skin color, whatever it may be, um, you know, just at, at least have the the intellectual consistency or uh, intellectual honesty, rather, to to acknowledge it. Right, that's what it is. And then when you turn around and want to say it can't go the other way, I mean, I'm, I don't think we would disagree. You shouldn't discriminate one way or another based on skin color, based on you know e- any of these things. And yet, that's the way it is. Yeah, I think it was in Virginia, maybe uh, somewhere up on the East Coast. They had given out vaccines to first responders and maybe nursing homes or something like that, all, all the immediate need people. And as they shifted to the next phase of vaccines, they were basically telling older white people, you're going to have to wait because we're going to the minority areas. Yep. And I'm just like, oh, my word, that is so horribly unconstitutional. It's so illegal to intentionally discriminate against someone, whatever reason you think is justified for doing it to for reparations. Oh, Biden this week talking about the, um, they were going to try to take executive action without waiting for a congressional research committee to determine if reparations were a reasonable option. They were going to find a way to finance it. Oh yeah. Through executive Not waiting fiat. on another congressional uh, study. Yeah. So, I was, oh, man. another executive order coming down the yeah. pipe. Have they passed a law yet? I, I haven't seen one. Ha, has has a single law been signed by this administration? Fifty something executive orders, not one law. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, in Virginia, that shouldn't surprise us, right? That was Ralph Northam who a- advocated for you know having <laughs> a born baby. But yeah, blackface for one. But, uh, you know, talked about on, on a radio show uh, in, in an interview there, having a born baby that the mom wanted to abort and then setting the baby on the table and then having the conversation. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that one of the laws that is being pushed through Congress right now enumerates that in the law as well. There was hype mm-hmm. on it. Man, there's so much going on right now. I can't keep with, keep up with it all. Um I'm pretty sure there's a law going through Congress right now that has basically the same thing. Or Republicans tried to amend a law and fight that, and every Democrat voted against it. Oh, yeah, the the Abortion Survivors Act that uh, Ben Sass put through or tried to put through last year. No, this this was with the new Congress. Like They they voted on it again. Oh, fun. Yeah. So just a, a, another vote against the importance of life. But by golly, wear your mask. Oh, right. Oh, man, I just... So how do you think he's going to end for Cuomo? What's going to happen? Is he going to step down? Is he going to get recalled? Well, New York Democrats are starting to get behind the idea of an impeachment investigation they're not even calling for an impeachment trial they're doing it the right way and investigating first unlike our congress with trump go figure uh but 
uh, New York Republicans are screaming for his impeachment and resignation. Uh, New York Democrats are even starting to talk about it. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to oppose at this point. It's political suicide to oppose investigating the dude who let fifteen to twenty thousand grandmas and grandpas die yeah. because not not let them caused them to die by forcing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nursing yeah. homes to take back known sick patients. Um, so, going to be interesting. Going to be interesting to see what happens with him. I don't think it's going to die. The, the story or the momentum is going to die enough for him to survive it. He will have to resign. He'll get impeached. He, he may avoid uh, criminal charges. But yeah. I seriously doubt he'll survive as the governor. Yeah, and you know th- this also, I think it needs to be said for for this case. This isn't something that happened before he was elected, and is getting drug up like the cancel culture likes to do. This yeah. is stuff that he's done in his capacity as a governor while he's been governor after yeah, abuse of his power as governor. Yeah, I th- and I think that's that's a critical piece. Um, as we're thinking through this too, because it's it's one of the the examples that comes up is is Marjorie Taylor Greene and all the stuff she says she, uh, before she got elected. Like you can't use that as a reason to expel her or you know ban her from any committee assignments or things like that. Now once she's elected, anything she does after that that's out of bounds, by all means. And so that's you know it, probably not the best example to use, but that's one that that comes up a lot in conversation but with cuomo like this i hadn't is, seen that comparison but i mean if we're going to use uh green as an example all four of the squad deserve to be booted out of their assignments oh i agree the standards they used on her <laughs> yeah no, no, no doubt uh i, I wasn't going to go with the squad but uh, uh yeah uh, that that's certainly an apt comparison but but with cuomo this is this is behavior that uh, has been a part of his uh, administration. And, and that's where uh, I think the calls for impeachment are, are legitimate. Um, and, and actually, you know what, let's, let's flip it around. Like with the, the whole Stormy Daniels thing with Trump that happened well before he was president, uh, allegedly, you don't really know. Um, but there's probably some, some shady goings on uh, knowing Trump, uh, but that happened before he was president. So to, to say that he should be impeached because of that, and, and not too many people were. But well, the, to, argue, the argument was uh, he broke campaign finance laws by paying her off, but it was never demonstrated he used campaign finances right. to pay the silencing. He used personal money if, if they even demonstrated he actually paid her off for that, whatever. Uh, apparently she broke some non-disclosure agreement and ended up having to pay him back everything plus his legal fees. Kind of funny that that didn't catch the news. Uh, but yeah, so the, the, the desire to impeachment was the claim that he had broken campaign finance laws. Again, if we're going to use that as the standard, AOC broke campaign finance laws. She and her uh, campaign chairman embezzled. Slash boyfriend. No, 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 not even the boyfriend. Uh, th- this was one of the um, 
Democracy Now! or whatever you call it, uh, Justice Democrats guys, who was her campaign chair, and they had embezzled money to go towards his company or something like that. Yeah, this this wasn't even the boyfriend. No, that was... um, um, oh, the skinny Arabic one. What's her name? Uh, oh, the Somali. Ilhan Omar. Yeah, Ilhan Omar. I wanted to say Talib, but she's uh, the not uh, not Syrian. Um, Somalian. No, that's Omar's the Somalian. Yeah, she's uh, West Banks. What's that area? Um. Anyway, um, yeah, Omar was the one who paid her then boyfriend, now apparently husband, I think, uh, 80% of his company's revenue during her campaign came from them. And then one of the other squad members, I can't remember which one, also had her campaign pay his company money. I mean, there was so much abusive campaign finances going on there. Uh, Dark money, foreign investors, all that kind of stuff. So, if we're going to have the stuff they want to impeach Trump over be the standard, mm, the loudest mouthpieces for uh, impeachment are also guilty of those same problems. Yeah, and I, I think you hit the nail on the head with, with uh, referring to the standard. I think there's two things. We've kind of got, <laughs> gone in a bunch yeah, of different We've been all over the like map to tonight. Shocker. But as, as we're approaching these things, we've got to have a standard. Yeah. And that standard has to be consistent and it has to be clear. And, and we, we need to be clear on what the accusations are too. So what's yes. being alleged and then apply that standard and apply it consistently, showing no favoritism uh, but because of the person, because of their office, because of their, their gender, gender identity, whatever you want to call it, color of skin, nationality, that doesn't matter. Right. And, and as Christians, we've got the example Right, the, the the legal code of the Old Testament that's that's carried over uh, in applications to the church in the New Testament is two or three witnesses for any charge to be established. Right, so we need to we need to have consistency among the witnesses. Right, we need to have more witnesses. It's not just one voice. Right, um, something uh, we weren't uh, on the air yet, but something we talked about around the time uh, Roy Moore was uh, coming up. Uh, in uh, in Alabama, uh, also around the same time, Al Franken was canceled by the left. So, uh, shout <laughs> out to them for actually. Uh, yeah, they actually held him to the task. Yeah, well, and I think they kind of had to because you know Roy Moore was having some some similar issues come up. Granted, it was from way back in the past, but you, even the Democrats then recognized you had to have some consistency. You couldn't hold this person to one standard and this person to another standard so blatantly. And as Christians, we recognize that we can hold the same standard across the board, right? And be clear about what the charge is, be clear about what the standard is, and be consistent in how we apply it. So whether it's uh, uh, like Roy Moore trying to get elected, whether it's somebody like Cuomo who's already elected, what, what, whether the charge is sexual harassment or campaign finance um, uh, abuse, we have a standard that we can draw from. We have an understanding of justice that is consistent. Uh, and uh, an, another example that we have from Scripture is not respecting uh, anyone uh, but because of uh, who they are, right? It doesn't matter how, how rich you are. 
And, and the, the Bible has explicit condemnations against showing favoritism to the rich in opposition to the poor. Minor prophets are littered with castigation for injustice on a number of different areas. And it all boils down to the same thing. Don't show favoritism because of who they are. And it's, you look at the facts of the matter. And um, I don't know. That no, seemed to kind of tie it together. Spot on. Yeah, it's spot on. <laughs> oh, man. I just saw your message about taking the next section of uh, the 1689 confession. <laughs> That's funny. You'd love to take that with Casey, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't, <laughs> but I'd love to take it. Oh, no. The, the next section is just the, the canon. And I, I think that that's one of the few areas of the confession where you and I would agree on. <laughs> oh, I'd find some way to spin it against you. <laughs> yeah, of course you would. Speaking of, though, um, you, you heard the Pope, um, you know, because of global warming, God's going to judge uh, the world with another flood. Uh, I saw that post today. I, I rolled so hard it hurt. <laughs> With all of the uh, the books that Rome added to yeah, the Bible, yeah, was it Genesis nine? You commented, yeah. He apparently, they just didn't all, have all any the books room. he added. He he didn't have Genesis nine. Is that what you said? Oh my yeah. word! Didn't didn't have room for it. That that whole promise that to not cover the earth with the floodwaters again. Yeah, and, and I wanted to comment back something silly about Waterworld, but I decided to decided to abstain on that. Oh, that'd be great. I'll get a, or, get a gif a of Kevin Costner a GIF, with, a GIF, with just GIF. his face. Yeah. <laughs> or the Pope his... sit, just sitting on the boat like uh, Bernie Sanders. Oh, yes. The Pope's face on the Bernie Sanders <laughs> that would be cross arm on the boat. Uh, the water world. That would be perfect. Yeah. Somebody's, somebody's going to hear this and go create that means Somebody more mematic than I am. Maybe me. Maybe you. You're definitely more pneumatic than I am. Uh, I do that from time to time. Mm-mm. So how about the in closing, uh, talking about double standards and hypocrisy, how about the gold statue they rolled through the convention center uh, for Trump? Yikes. Yeah. I'd st- you know, we, we, we talked about it. We, we kind of touched on it with the last episode or the one before about um, how many Christians um, were, were compromised in their fervent support of Trump. And to see a literal golden idol rolled out, I just I, I wanted to just, just point. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you see that? That's the, the why first, people don't take you seriously. The first thing I thought about was the golden calf. Yeah. And then one of the photos that was posted on social media was a outtake of Steven Crowder. Uh, people don't literally worship Obama or Trump either. Hero worship is a colloquialism. Stop with the pity complex. And below that, someone had inset a picture of people praying over Trump. It did not age well. Well, they were praying over Trump, but someone had inset that golden statue in place of the real Trump to make it look like they were praying over a statue. Uh, And I initially thought it was real and ended up editing my post uh, to point out the real picture. But still, nonetheless, nonetheless, the the idea stands that there are people who hold him up to a Messiah standard or worshipfulness. 
And it, man, no human other than Jesus is worthy of that. Yeah. Not close. It's, no pope. It's insane. Yeah, man. Uh, I a was, literal 2CV. I think we can both agree. Yes. That is a 2CV. Yes, yes. As much as I think Calvinists overuse the concept of uh, 2CV, yeah, that, that is most definitely. There we go. Uh, we, got some, we got some agreement. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes, man. God. If you haven't seen it, you, you need to go search the CPAC golden Trump statue. It is it is cringeworthy. What well, what would you say if I if I photoshopped that on part of our our logo, <laughs> just like for one of the sections episode, on this? Yeah, man. <laughs> picture for this episode. Don't make it any more permanent than that. Uh, with uh, oh oh, I'm now I'm wondering. All right, so you've got the golden statue of Trump with the little Rocky boxing shorts, right? Or or no no no, more like Apollo Creed from Rocky yeah. Four. All right, right next to it, you've got the statue of Dagon, you know, the one that God knocked over and its head was off, but it's Cuomo's head over there. Oh, yes. <laughs> Perfect, dude. Oh, man. It would yeah. almost be it would almost be even better if you could overlay that on the uh oh, what's the plastic toy boxing game where they're robots punching each other and oh, knocking yeah, their rock head off. Oh, yeah, robots. Rock em, sock em. yes. yes. Awesome. Oh, my word. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Battle of the Idols. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, this is this is where it gets off the rails for us. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, peeps. We had no plan for this one. Yeah. No. I I think they figured that out by now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's 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 so important for us to to come to these matters with uh, clarity, with consistency, and regardless of what the world says, regardless of whether or not it fits our own biases, our own political motivations, right? Our, when it comes to, to the question of justice, our first and foremost concern ought to be for justice, right? Not for political expediency, not to make ourselves look good or, or to make the, the people we, we like the most look good. Our concern ought to be for justice and our desires ought to align with um, with that agreed uh, you get the last word Alex final thoughts I'm speechless for once man I, I'm getting tired <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tired of the world we live in the, the, the politics the inconsistencies all around us and not just the politics the political party I identify less with the, the the one I don't like that I identify more with the other side of the false dichotomy I'm getting tired of it man come Lord Jesus <laughs> giant mm-hmm. meteor 2021 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm right there with you brother it's it's rough but hey it's the world we're in so that's, that's what we're gonna do we, yeah. we got this we can vent it. We can talk it out. Oh, yeah. No, I, that, that, I didn't mean to sound so fatalistic. Uh, it's not Calvinist enough to be fatalistic. True story. Hashtag true story. <laughs> it's just, 
everywhere you turn, man. Yep. It's just pain and suffering and frustration and anger and just horrible sin everywhere. And that's just in my house. <laughs> you shouldn't even see my house then. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's well, end this on a high note. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The British apparently last week, uh, I posted this on the 27th, so I think it happened on the 26th over there. Uh, the, appar- the British apparently uncovered, I don't know, maybe a 2,000-pound high-explosive bomb uh, from World War II when they were doing some construction. They were digging up some dirt to build a new building. And they had what they called a controlled explosion. And you've got people recording it from a mile away. And there's, I don't know, 150 meter tall plume of smoke and debris flying straight up in the air with apartment complexes and uh, university buildings all around it. (laughs) They they, uh, evacuated something like a... Uh, two and a half kilometer radius, 2,500, either 2,500 people, no, 2,000 homes were evacuated so they could do this controlled demolition. And then there's so much cussing. I had to do a disclaimer on the videos when I posted on my Facebook page of a language warning because everybody in the two videos I had were so shocked. Wait, this is the this is the high note you wanted to end the show on. Yeah, dude, it's hilarious. <laughs> it, it's hilarious. The 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 responses. Everybody's like, oh, I was not expecting that, but it, with much more vul- British vulgarity. It's I think hilarious. a screenshot of that freeze frame is going to be the screen cap for this episode. <laughs> well, they don't video themselves. Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. I'm talking to yeah, you. Yeah, that's the high note. L- laughing. At <laughs> that's the, the high laughing. note we're going to yeah. end on. Laughing at the shocked uh, British vulgarity as they see this giant explosion that could have killed people, but just damaged a couple of buildings. <laughs> uh, well, if you got to choose between people and buildings, right? Let, I know, let, man. let the I buildings know. go every time. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, thank you all for putting up with us <laughs> this long. Um, if you're still here, don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast. God catcher. bless you if you're still here. <laughs> God bless you indeed. Um, Hit us up on YouTube. Subscribe there if you want the video content. Um, and uh, come come say hey to us on, on one of the social medias. We'll, we'll see you around. See you next time. Love you guys. Love you, people.